you're listening to JFDI with the two Lauras. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how we manage our time in our business. We're also going to introduce you to the NoFaf plan, which is a simple way that social media managers can manage their time when working with clients. Their names are the same, good friends they became. Together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras, they'll be your biggest supporters. What the selling you'll need more of. I'm talking about the two Lauras. I'm talking about the two Lauras. So this question is from Claire, one of our Inner Hub members, and she has asked who does what between the two of us and how do we work together? How do we integrate what we do together with what we're doing for our own individual client work and what does our working week look like? So basically all the behind the scenes stuff. So who does what? Let's tackle that one first. There are some things that there are clear zones of genius and other things that we both like to get our teeth stuck into. So Laura is very much into the tech. Well, yeah. whether you're into it or not, is you're more into it than I am. I, I do the tech, should <laughs> yeah. we say. So Laura's head of tech. And you're definitely head of finance. Yeah, definitely head of finance. Laura is also better at writing than I am. You're definitely way better than me when it comes to like liaising with people and organising people and talking to like people who are coming to do masterclasses in the inner hub and things like that. You're definitely better at that than I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're the main clear divisions and everything else is a case of Sometimes it's we're fighting because we both want to do it. Sometimes we're fighting because neither of us want to do it. <laughs> Obviously, the reason this all started because we both loved and still do creating solutions to problems. And so we still very much work on all those kind of product development together, don't we? Yeah. We both, I'd say, equally come up with ideas I would say you're definitely better at coming up with ideas than me. Yeah, but you're better at making them reality. Maybe. <laughs> I think the benefit of there being the two of us is, so I'll sit there at 9.30 at night when I'm sat there with my cup of tea watching something on the telly and I'll suddenly send a message to Laura on Slack going, I've had an idea. And if Laura wasn't around, because we're both relatively speaking, I, although I question it in recent months, but relatively speaking, we're both quite quick workers. Like when we want to create something, we can literally turn it around quite quickly. But I find that the fact that there's two of us, it does stop us. It, it, kind, of, it kind of calms us down. And, and the other one is often then acts as a, a bit like a devil's advocate, really. Is this right? Is Are people interested in it? Is this actually going to solve the problem? Is this right to do now? Do we need to just add it to our huge list <laughs> of things we want to do and not prioritise it? And I think that really helps us now. And that is a real benefit of having two people, do you think? Yeah, definitely. And I think also because there's two of us, we can sometimes get more done. Although having said that, not always, because it can often hold us back as well. And I think a lot of people probably think, oh yeah, well, there's two of you, so twice the amount of hands. And that isn't always the way it is because often one of us will be waiting on the other for something 
or we both have our own ideas on how things will work. And yeah, sometimes like it can be harder, can't it? Yeah. And I think because there are two of us, we both need to have kind of said, you know, yes, let's let's go for it. And, you know, because when we come up with an idea, it's it, it's in one of our heads. We have to remember that it's not in the other person's head yet. <laughs> yeah. And I guess if it's just you on your own and you've got an idea in your head, you can just go and do that idea. Whereas because there's two of us, if one of us has an idea, we have to get it out of our head and into the other person's head and then agree on it and then go and do it. Yeah, which isn't always easy, no. especially when Laura Moore works at the pace of some kind of machine. And I totally expect you to read my mind. And actually, I cannot for the life of me understand why you can't. The amount of times we've had on like Slack, which we use to kind of communicate and then... Um, Laura will say something like, we need to do this, we need to do that. And I'm like, well, I, I think we just need to go back one step. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I think we can both forget. And I do the same. I'll, or I'll reply to a message from a week ago without giving it any context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, I, yeah, so that's how we divide things as a general rule. What, was the, what were the other questions? I can't remember now. So the second question was, how do you integrate what we do in our business together with our own individual client work? Without a doubt, we've had to change our workload for our own individual yeah. freelance businesses, which, which was never like the, the grand plan, was it? When we first, very, very first started, it was just yeah. we were going to create the toolkit and that was just going to be something that we did on the sideline, really. That was our sideline. Yeah. And our freelance yeah. business and our client work and everything we did there was our main priority. And we were both still winning clients and actively going out yeah, and yeah. clients at that point, weren't we? Yeah, I was still taking on big clients probably You a were year. still growing your team as well. Yeah, yeah we carried on growing our bi- own businesses and we carried on working at the pace we had been working, probably naively, or maybe we just underestimated the hub but I think when we realized there was a need and we realized that there was an audience and we had a small pocket of people who quite liked us and I think it was at the point that we decided that we were going to launch the inner hub membership we knew we needed to downsize I really like all my clients and I found that the hardest part are you just saying that in case they listen or no I do really like them and I haven't like kept my favorites (laughs) Like luckily one came to an end anyway. And I <laughs> sounds awful, but COVID to a degree helped me have to make some decisions because those that had to pause me, I just got rid of in the end because it was it sounds awful, but it was just an easy way out. And they were totally receptive to that. It wasn't that they were I wasn't leaving them in the lurch. So yeah, we've both had to downsize, haven't we? I've got a team of people who help, which was again, that was never the grand plan. I was always happy to be little old Laura, sole trader, virtually savvy on my own. Didn't want a team, but I have now and I wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. Yeah. And I was doing loads of one-to-ones and power hours and things like that when we first started working together. And that would not have been sustainable for me to carry on like that. So I have massively scaled back on those. Yeah. But you've done you you've started more freelance writing as well, haven't you? But we've got no kind of we don't have set times for when we do our work or our separate work, do we? We just kind of mesh along together. And like 
we might be on a call together and one of your clients might phone you and that's like totally cool or I might have an power hour booked one day and you might be going to meet a client and that's fine too. It's just how we work and obviously we've got our joint diary. We make it work. It just seems to, it seems to work quite easily. Yeah. And they, we just have to integrate it into the working week that we have and we always try to make sure we have a, a plan in place each week and obviously we have to work around if, if there are particular client demands that week but there are set things for the hub in terms of how we manage our weeks that we will always do every week like we generally speak at least once a day <laughs> sometimes we just sit on zoom all day and we work together like we're sat in an office when we're trying to just get things done and we know we need each other's kind of input on things but there are set kind of meetings we'll have with our team once a week there are certain points in our calendar where we'll have so for example if we're opening the inner hub or launching something we will clear a lot of the diary during those launch weeks and potentially leading up to that as well so we are quite rigid on some elements of our working week I'd say we have our in our no faff plan yeah. but the rest has to be kind of flexible a because of whatever it is we're working on or b because of our freelance work and in all honesty, it's probably not our freelance work that causes so many problems in terms of our working week as much as our children and, dare I say, homeschooling and things like that have obviously caused us much more of a headache, like they have with everybody in terms of like when we can actually get together and work and do things together and we've both got the same times free and things like that. Yeah. And even now with the kids being back at school, my children are in at nine. So I'm normally back kind of quarter past nine-ish at the latest, but they finish at quarter past three. So I'm out the door about three. Laura's, William's not home till half past four. So our working days are different. So by the time I'm back from school, I've given the kids stuff (laughs) to eat and got them to do homework and stuff by the time I can kind of sit back and wrap up anything from that day Laura's then finished so really that that time that we have available to us in the day is very much between kind of say 9 30 and I don't know 2 o'clock really isn't it yeah definitely which it really is as lo- a lot of you will know school hours is not it's not quite frankly long enough <laughs> okay quick question Laura a minute ago you mentioned a no faff plan now, for anyone who's listening who has no idea what on earth you mean by a no-faff plan, what is a no-faff plan? It's, I suppose it's a bit like time blocking. Well, there's two ways of doing it, and I've changed the way I do it because obviously our, how our, our working weeks have changed with the creation of this business. So you can have the time blocking where you look at your working week and you say right today on a Monday between 9 and 12 I am going to work solely on Canva content creation on an afternoon of a Monday I'm only going to have client calls on a Tuesday morning I'm only going to do one-to-ones or masterclasses on a Wednesday afternoon I'm going to do all my scheduling so you look at tasks and you block those into your diary so And they're manageable chunks of time. So you can just say, right, I'm not doing anything else. I'm not going to get distracted by anything else. I'm not going to faff around on Canva for 99% of my working week. I'm just going to do it in times that are dedicated to that task. Now, obviously, there can be variations. Sometimes you do have to just jump on Canva and 
edit something but it just gives you a guide and then there are other ways in which you can work this was how I used to work more in that you focus more on a particular client so on a Monday you could say well I'm going to work only on client A I'm going to do all of their content creation all of their scheduling all of their analytics all of their new creative ads whatever it is that you're working on in set times throughout that day and if you need to speak to them they'll be allocated that day. So every week, you know that a Monday, for example, or a Monday morning is dedicated to one particular client, but you do everything to do with that client at that time. And then you break your week up or your available days up based on the number of clients that you have. And then, you know, some people prefer to work like that. They prefer to get into, you know, the zone of of whatever that particular client's area of, you know, niche is and and kind of focus on that work. And then they can just move on to the next one rather than saying, right, I'm going to do all my Canva creations for all of my clients. Sometimes people find that hard to jump between all the different clients in one task. So that's just two examples of ways in which you basically block out your diary. You look at your available time that you've got in a working week and you say, right, I'm going to do this here, this here, this here. And it's all very well you're doing it, but the key to it is obviously sticking to it and actually following that plan. Yeah, and I think also when you're making that plan to treat your own business as though it were a client and block out the time so you're actually working on your own business as well. Because we spend a lot of time working in our business and helping members and doing admin type things, obviously. And, you know, turning up and delivering masterclasses and all of that stuff. But we spend a lot of time working on our business. And that's the bit that makes your business successful, isn't it? Working on it. Yeah. So even if we just had our freelance businesses, we would make sure that there were either time every day, a small amount of time, which is what I used to do, an hour a day just to concentrate on your business Or as Laura Moore used to do, she used to block out Friday. So she never did client work on a Friday. She always just worked on her business. And that's kind of carried on down into our business still, hasn't it? We don't very often work on a Friday. And when we do, the work that we do on a Friday is work that we want to be doing that is working on our business rather than working in it. We don't do like the admin-y things or jobs that we don't want to do on a Friday. We do the jobs that we want to do and the jobs that like will make a big difference. Yeah. In theory, how it works. Yep, that is how it works. So if you are interested in trying out the NoFAF plan that Laura has just talked about, we're going to put a link in the show notes so you can make a copy of the spreadsheet that we use for that. There's actually two different versions in this spreadsheet. There's the business hours version that Laura talked about where you work on different things, like in blocks of hours. And then there's like the days version where you'd work on different clients on different tasks each day. So yeah, head to the show notes. You'll find the link there. You can make your own copy and see if it works for you. And we'd love to know how you normally work. Do you time block like this or do you have a different way of working? We'd love to know. So come and find us in our Facebook group. We'll pop the link for that in the show notes. Or you can just head to the socialmediamanagershub.com. And if you are enjoying the podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a review. And we will see you in a future episode. Yep, that is exactly how it works. So if you're interested in trying out the NoFAF plan that Laura has just talked about, we're going to put a link in the show notes so you can make a copy of the spreadsheet that we use for that. And there's actually two different versions in this spreadsheet. There's the business hours version that Laura talked about, where you work on different things for different blocks of time throughout your day. And then there's the days version where you would block out um, a different client or a different task each day. So head to the show notes, you'll find the link there and you can make your own copy and see if it works for you. In the meantime, we would love to know how you normally work 
Do you time block like this or do you have a different way of working? We would love to know. So come and find us in our Facebook group. We'll pop the link for that in the show notes or you can just head to the socialmediamanagershub.com and come and have a chat with us in there. And finally, if you are enjoying the podcast, we would absolutely love it if you would leave us a review and we will see you in a future episode.